Yo, what's up guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Um, I'm recording this on the day it's going to be released. So uh, if it come, if the podcast comes out a little bit late, uh, my apologies. I forgot to record one. Um, this week's been kind of busy. So uh, also there won't be a video this week. I'm not even going to. Yeah. So uh, without further ado, let's get it going. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to a pretty neat podcast. Uh, I'm your host, TJ Jackson. Um, Again, the J also stands for Jackson. Uh, Today, uh, we're going to, I'm going to tell you the story of uh, my 16 stitches or what used to be my 16 stitches on my head. Uh, If you've ever met me in person, you may or may have not have noticed that I have a scar over, um, it's damn, it's been so long. I can't even, it's over my right eyebrow. Um, to me, obviously a person who looks at myself every day, it's pretty noticeable, but I do have a scar over my right eyebrow. And today I'm going to tell you a story of how I got that scar. So, um, can't actually, now that I'm talking about it, I can't remember if I talked about this before on the podcast, but whatever. Um, Way back yonder, in I think it was uh, I was five, so had to be ninety nine. Uh, we were in Detroit, and we were in a apartment complex. Um, me, and my mom, and my sister at the time. Um, we were in an apartment complex, and it was Halloween, Halloween ninety nine. And for you, for those of you that don't know. In, um, in Detroit, there, uh, there probably is sections that like where parents let their kids go out, but I know mine didn't. So basically all we got for Halloween was a costume and, uh, maybe your parent went and bought some candy or whatever. So, um, my mom bought us some candy. I wasn't really, I'm, I'm not really big into candy. And I wasn't even big into candy like back then. Like I, I like a couple of candy. I like like sweet tarts and like Smarties and like Starburst and Jolly Ranchers. And that's like the four candies that immediately come to head, come to the top of my mind when I think about candies I like. But anyway, so I got my costume. I was Superman and I'm thinking, yo, this is dope, whatever. Um... I didn't know I was five. I didn't know what trick or treating was, whatever. I just knew that on this day you get to dress up as something. So I was all good right there. So basically, um, what I remember, I'm in my room or, um, yeah, I'm in my room and I'm jumping around on my bed and everything. Uh, meanwhile, my sister, younger sister is in the room with my mom and my mom's like doing her hair or whatever. And, I'm jumping, I'm jumping on the bed and everything, and next to my bed, I had this high uh, chest, this high closed chest, and I'm jumping, and I'm jumping, and apparently, I got too close to the chest, because I jumped so high, I hit my head on the edge of the chest, and it split my head wide open, so I immediately know something's wrong, I see I see the red stuff coming down my face and I run into my mom's room and she like fucking panics like 
I think she called. The last thing I remember before being in the hospital actually was the ambulance showing up right in front of our uh, complex. I feel like, like, I don't know from what I remember, cause I don't remember too much of this, uh, apartment complex. I felt like I saw the ambulance truck arrive, like down a hallway and I saw it outside of a door down a hallway. So yeah, I saw that. And then I remember being in the truck for a little bit. And then the next thing I remember is them strolling me on a, on a, uh, uh, what do you call those things? I I feel it's I feel like it's in the back of my head, but whatever. Strolling me into the hospital on one of those things, and I have like uh, my doctor that I was used to seeing, which I you know obviously later in life came to find out it was called your pediatrician, child's doctor. But uh, Doctor Monday was like on one side, my mom was on the other, then a bunch of doctors were around her and stuff, and um. Like, I'm freaking out because, you know, my head split wide open. So, um, we're, we're on our way to the room and then the doctor on Monday is like telling me to be quiet and like kind of threatening me that my dad will come if I don't be quiet. And I'm like, all right, like, cool. Like, he's going to understand like in my even in my head as a five-year I'm like he's gonna understand I'm split open like I I'm not a professor I'm not ready to be you know bleeding like this so anyway we get into the operation room or whatever uh do you call a room where somebody's about to put stitches in your head in the operation room I'm I don't know I feel like operation rooms reserved for surgery but we get in the room and I guess they put an anesthesia somewhere on my head. Um, but they get the stitch in me, right? And to this day, I will not, I will not, uh, back down from the story that I felt every single one of the stitches. Um, I felt all sixteen of them go on my head. But about halfway, I guess, or I don't know, I was fucking freaking out. Uh, Dr. Monday comes in the room. She keeps threatening me that my dad will come if I don't behave or whatever. Cause I'm kicking doctors. I'm like, I'm get off me. You're hurting me even more by sticking a needle in my head. You're hurting me. So get I like, I'm kicking the doctors. So instead of like putting more, putting me under more anesthesia, right? I remember them having a, a like, piece of like what I could only describe as like toilet paper type of texture material and they cut out I don't know if it was pre-cut out or some doctor just you know MacGyvered it and cut out two eye holes and a mouse slit but it had two eye holes and a mouse slit and a nose slit no no it didn't even have a nose slit it had two just two eye holes and a note in a mouse slit and they put it over my face as I as they were doing the stitching. Like that was supposed to like get me to shut up. And so I naturally kicked more and more and everything. And then I don't know. I feel like they actually put me to sleep after the stitching, which is 
fucking bonkers to me. Um, cause I don't remember a thing after they finished up. Like I, I remember like waking up at our apartment and, um, and just having like a bandage over my head and having to wear a bandage over my head for the next like three months or so and having to go to school and the kids are like wondering like what happened to you and I don't know how I described this story back then like I'm pretty sure I I tried to make it seem cooler than what it was like cooler than just being a dumbass kid who jumped on the bed too much and hit his head on the side of a dresser but I don't know uh so that was the first Halloween I remember in Detroit um not a lot not a lot from Halloween's in Detroit um Halloween didn't start being really Halloween for me until or Halloween didn't start being Halloween for us until we moved down to Indiana but I remember like one year I was uh the titanium ranger from power rangers uh lightspeed rescue that was cool that was a cool outfit i ruined it by um i ruined it because i like i spilled like a juice on it and got it really sticky so that that was but that was a pretty dope one uh what else was i um i was i was a i was superman an alarming amount of years like I remember even on this birthday cake because my birthday's fairly close to Halloween. It's like 16 days after Halloween. Um, So November 16th, guys, buy me presents or just give me money. I don't. But um, I remember on we used to have our birthday parties at Chuck E. Cheese's like every year. Like I'm not kidding for like at least four years straight. And on the birthday cake, I think I have pictures of it somewhere, but uh, my mom would usually throw a combo birthday because me and my sister, sister's birthdays are two or two weeks apart. So, you know, knock out one or two birds with one stone. Uh, She would be Wonder Woman and then I would be Superman. And I'm pretty sure we had that same cake for like four years straight. Um, But yeah, no, I was Superman a lot for Halloween's. Um I think no, I was I was either Superman or Power Ranger cuz I thought those were the only cool costumes. Would I want to be a fucking ghoul? No. Lame. I like I couldn't think of any like there wasn't a Dragon Ball Z costume. So, I don't know. Um but yeah, basically what Halloween is held in Detroit was you got a costume you went to like your granny's house and you got some candy, like not trick or treating at your granny's house. Like you just went over to your granny's house like you regularly would. But you're in a Halloween costume and you got some candy. Like it wasn't until sixth grade when we were down here in Indiana where I went trick or treating. And I was like I was with like a group of other kids and I was like your parents like I was amazed my parents would let me do it. But I was like, your parents just allow you to walk around the neighborhood and grab candy from strangers, which 
in general, like it's, I, that's, that will never be a non weird scenario, right? Like in any other time of the year, you don't want your kid doing that, but this one day it's okay. And back then in sixth grade, like when I was in sixth grade, it was unsupervised. Like now, yeah, you go around with a parent, right? Like kids go around with a parent and trick or treat. That's safer. But back when I was in sixth grade, and every time since then that I trick or treated, I think the last time I trick or treated, don't fucking judge me. Last time I trick or treated, I think was like sophomore year of high school, right? So 15 years old, just trick or treating, which I guess that's not too old, but I don't know. It was awesome though. That probably talk about that just to drag this out to 20 minutes but um that first time I just I thought that was a weird thing because we went like everywhere in the neighborhood and everything to trick-or-treat that year I remember it was awesome even though like I just and especially for me who a, a kid who doesn't like candy all that much I just went for fun for the experience but um I it it always perplexed me that just People let their kids go unsupervised around the neighborhood. They're young children unsupervised around the neighborhood to trick or treat and grab candy from strangers. But, um, all right. Yeah. I'll tell you about the best time I went trick or treating, which was that time I went, um, I think it was sophomore year of high school. Cause I remember I didn't do anything for Halloween freshman year of high school. I remember I built a treadmill as the NBA season was starting. Cause I was in the front room with my dad, just hanging out, building this treadmill for my mom. But sophomore year came around and I remember my parents <laughs> had went to, had, um, went to, uh, oh my God, I don't think that was the last time I went trick-or-treating. I think it was the year after that was the last time I went trick-or-treating, but my parents had went to Vegas and my mom had brought back a t-shirt that had like a DJ panel on it. It was like LED lights that were activated, sound activated. So whenever somebody would make a sound near me, the lights would shoot up. But she brought me back that in the summer, like right of that year. So I'm scrambling because my friends invited me to go trick-or-treating in Ajendunes, uh, which is this really like kind of posh area of Northwest Indiana. So obviously I want to go because I want to see what type of shit they're giving away. And um, so I scramble and I grab the DJ t-shirt and I grab a hoodie and I just put that on. And I'm like, I'm a walk-in DJ booth. That's also a DJ, right? The most low effort costume I've ever put together in my life. But man, that was great. That like whole trick-or-treating experience was great. I remember we went to a house that was giving away just White Castle. Just casually just giving away White Castle. Um, Houses were giving away like full candy bars, not like the, like the 30 in a pack mini-sized candy bars. They were giving away whole candy bars. Like they just went to a gas station and picked up a box, like a couple of boxes of like Snickers or whatever, just giving away whole bars of candy. Um, what else? Like the 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 one that perplexed me most 
like in terms of what they were giving away was the house that was giving away White Castle because they weren't just giving away sliders. It wasn't like they just went and bought a crave case. They went and bought a couple of crave cases. Also, they bought chicken rings and fries. You could just they were running a White Castle out of their house just like for the night. Also, it was cool just going around Agna Dunes because of the houses. Like I said, it was it's a posh area of this of this little region. And the houses are just amazing. Like I think the one of the ones that were giving away full candy bars had a grotto, which I had never seen a grotto before. And that was dope. And it's like right off the beach. So like you got beach houses and stuff. And it's just, it's so cool just to see these big ass houses and everything. Um, but, uh, I'm trying to, uh, yeah, just the people I was with was cool. There's a lot of just, I don't know, dope people I was around and stuff like that. But, um, got somebody calling me right now. Uh, so that's gonna, I'm gonna cut this one short. Uh, don't worry. The channel, uh, Coolville, is still operational. I'm just working on a couple of long, longer-term things right now. So uh, I don't know when videos will come back. They will, though, uh, and hopefully sometime soon. But thank you for watching the podcast, or watching. I always fuck that up. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you liked it, give it a rate. Hopefully five stars. Please five stars. Please five stars. Um comment on it that really helps rating and comment help helps it climb the charts and uh, i'll see you next week thanks for listening